Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. One of these, day, one of these days, we'll, you know, we'll get you guys as soon as, you know, we can get, as soon as you guys make it past your uh, probation period and we get you out of being <laughs> interns, we can look into some part-time work and maybe get you guys some some laptops or something. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, yeah, if definitely. Yeah, the Baltic Effect could spring for a new laptop, then that would be awesome. And then I would do my share of editing and we'll publishing. Definitely, definitely consider it. Definitely, definitely. Oh, okay. Good Definitely talk about putting it on a list to talk about in a meeting to propose a meeting. For sure, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better Call Saul podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Trent. I'm joined today with Baltic Effect host Nick. Hello. And joined the first time, long time Baltic Effect host Shinogle. Hi. <laughs> I'm trying to be safe. I was trying to no. work and like you know because you. No. While you are a Sadie's host. on assignment this week, and they dragged me in here to replace her. Yeah, Sadie so is on put assignment. Up and uh, and and yeah, no, I, uh, I I I was trying to figure out a way to work in, you know, the host, and <laughs> because you do also host, but also you've been writing into every episode, so it's a first time, long time situation. <laughs> um, it works. It's cool. So everybody, hey, look, I only agreed to host this week because I knew I wouldn't have to come up with bullet points. <laughs> well, you do. You just have to read them yourself. Although. I did just realize that this means that uh, Bricktails is going to probably move out further ahead of me on the points. That uh, sucks. Yeah, but Bricktails isn't here for Boys Club. It's all Boys Club. <laughs> we can talk about having wieners and talk about bourbon, <laughs> and we can throw rocks at the girls who are not all allowed in our are Boys awesome Club. Things. Boys forever. Boys forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get uh, into the episode... I think there's a bit of business that has to be handled, Mr. Nick. Yeah, uh, prediction roundup here. We uh, have, we got a big week on predictions. I'm I'm uh, kind of antsy to talk about a particular two particular things because you and I got into verbal fisticuffs over this, and you were right, <laughs> but there's an asterisk well, to it. Yeah, there is. Verbal and fisticuffs we- is the name of my autobiography. <laughs> uh, what was it? Verbal fisticuffs? Yeah, verbal yeah. fisticuffs. I thought that was your your uh, 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 S and M uh, role playing name. It's oh the, yeah, you know me. It's the name. It's the name <laughs> of my. Uh, it's the name section. of my hamster. Is verbal fisticuffs? <laughs> Come here, verbal. Come here, verbal. The gerbil. He's a hamster. Whatever. Oh, that's great. That works. <laughs> uh, oh, you just remind me. Verbal. That's a rejected Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> verbal the gerbil yeah. he's a hamster he's talked all the fucking time <laughs> so yeah predictions Nick Mr. Nick at night okay yeah okay so first proven predictions predictions that came through true this week we have two 
uh, one was mine that Jimberly will cause Chuck to have a breakdown at the hearing uh, in front of the New Mexico Bar Association over Jimmy's break and enter, which will be the exit of Chuck. And I couldn't have asked for it more perfectly with that exit <laughs> sign at the yeah. end. It's like uh, – I'm starting to wonder whose writers? script you're reading every week. Well, hang yeah, on. Are writers, you know, are the writers listening in on the podcast? Or but what? the exit of Chuck, I mean, do we – I mean, I think it's safe to assume, but we don't know. What if he's back next week? Yeah, I agree. This might not be the last time we see Chuck on the show, but the no, word no. exit was very prominent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if they don't, they but... really missed an opportunity. <laughs> uh, second prediction that was proven this week is yours, Trent, that Chuck's electrophobia becomes known after Rebecca leaves him. Yeah, that yep. was that was then. That's one thing that I was interested in because a lot of the timeline of when things happen, people have been very interested in it, and I, I don't know why I have been as well for sure. Um, do you uh, do you think that them breaking up caused it? No, no. But the wording the wording of Trent's prediction is that it it becomes known after Rebecca leaves him, and yeah. it, that's that's true. But it. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with that. I'm just wondering if you think also that you know I, them I breaking up was the cause of her. I don't, I don't think so. I but here's the thing. I I can't help but wonder if it's like, okay, so this is all. I'm just making a presumption on this, but so we know she left, and then we know that at least after that, Jimmy finds out about it. So he mm-hmm. might have had those feelings while she was there, but it seems like he didn't. It seems like this was new. no. I think that that would have been really obvious. Yeah. Like at this point, when she came for that dinner, you know, like five minutes of her being on the phone was enough for him to right, freak right, out right. that much. Living with him for a day or two, she would have known. And that so he had I don't think that it was any one singular thing. And now that we've one hundred percent, without a shadow of a doubt, proven that it is mental, um, mm-hmm. I think that it was. This is a breakdown for him, and so it's a lot of things. You know, you don't just have a mental breakdown over your wife leaving or something else. You have a mental breakdown because your whole world is crumbling. You know, you're – well, I mean, now I'm being very presumptuous, but I'm just saying a lot of times it's a lot of things. When Iron Man is having shortened breath and a tightened chest in Iron Man 3 and he pulls to the side of the road, that's because everything that happened – his world is going crazy, and I draw all also of... Also, his heart's been fucked up for three movies at that point. He's got a giant magnet in his Sorry, heart. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and I draw all of my mental health uh, learning from the MCU, so so I think uh, okay closes my, my well, case I, on that. <laughs> I agree that like the more stuff that piles on in your life uh, mm-hmm. um, can lead to a breakdown, but I think that the final... Uh, trigger was Jimmy becoming a lawyer. Maybe. Because, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I, and I, it's also, and I came to that conclusion also from the, the, uh, Rebecca visit to the house this week because, um, after Rebecca left him, Chuck was still able to go into the office and work. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jimmy came and said, Hey, I got a law degree and I passed the bar and blah, blah, blah. And we know that because, uh, when Rebecca shows up at the house, she goes, "Oh, can you believe Jimmy's a lawyer?" Yeah. So we, yeah, yeah so that kind of shows us that that uh, the breakdown happened after he found out Jimmy was a, became a lawyer. It's, and it, it okay. sounds from the way she said it, it sounds like it was a rather recent development. Yeah, it's so, all in the same time period, very very close yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. And who, so wait, who think, visited the who visited the house? 
Rebecca. Rebecca Bois? <laughs> why do you say it like that? I don't know. It's funny, uh, but I don't know why It was, like, that. written... Uh, her last name is, 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 like, B-R-O-I-S or something. Bois? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one of those things that I just assumed, okay, well, that's a thing that Trent says without questioning where it came from. Rebecca Bois? <laughs> and it just we said... We, start, we laughed so hard, like, first season over that. And then I forgot about it, and I did, we didn't mention it It's much. like, first season there was the... Uh, uh, what's, I, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Kettleson's so dumb. Kettleman's Kettleman, so, Kettleman's dumb. so dumb. <laughs> no, Kettleman's dumb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, nobody that, I forgot. likes you, points from season one. Aaron. Nobody likes you, Aaron. Yes. Oh, whatever happened to Aaron? She's awesome. Yeah. yeah but. <laughs> <laughs> She's still over at uh, Davis and Maine, I guess. <laughs> she damn straight. She Organizing should. stuff with different colors. Of doing and, the recycling. This, as yeah. much as those nerd fests love Aaron and the way she does everything, the way that their little yes man, uh, Aaron. Yeah, she's on the partner track, yo. <laughs> okay, so next up, we have pr- uh, predictions that were disproven in this episode, and we have two of those. Uh, first one is one by Sadie, who said, Rebecca left Chuck because of his illness. This is why Sadie didn't want to be on the show this week. <laughs> the truth comes out. Her assignment is uh, hiding in Outer Mongolia just to not feel the shame of losing a prediction point. Right. And then the second disproven one is Trent's. Yep. Uh, Mike got the location of where the original cassette tape is under lock and key from Chuck's house. Yep. So did Trent just, like negate himself yeah, yeah he, he went up a point and then he went <laughs> what's it called like oh, well, a stop loss or whatever what's that called when you stop yeah. gate or something f stop no that's uh, nothing else it's when stop you, loss is when you're have a, a military thing and you're trying to like quit losing people on the battlefield right hmm. it's, uh, uh, it's i'll have to look it up it's a thing. i don't know yeah i don't know i shouldn't have even said it but uh yeah i was i gotta yeah. say uh nick you were i i still maintain you were right but I still had my own reasons, but you were right. But I do have yeah. to ask a question now that I've lost this one. Because okay. my, my intent of making that was, your prediction was that they would get, um, I believe that your prediction was that they were going to get uh, Rebecca, right? That the address was hers, correct? Yeah. But this is where the asterisk comes in. Did you not, what was your prediction that you made about that? Do you okay. have it right there? Well, you're you're the master of the segue this evening because uh, yeah. uh, the next next up is judgment calls and we have two predictions that Nick, we need to make judgment Nick, calls. Nick, I'm the greatest so, podcaster of all times. Of course, I'm the master of segues. It comes with this. Why I sold my soul to be the greatest podcaster ever? <laughs> you know, the master of the segue was the guy that invented it. And he flew. He went off a cliff on one. The guy that made the segue? Went, no, are you serious? He rode one off a cliff on accident. Yeah. Oh, you, are you sure? Ac- that's how that, was it accident or was it like I bet this thing could? Hang on. <laughs> you think it was I'm complicated gonna... suicide? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google that after. That's that's fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a pet peeve of mine is when people spell the word Segway as the name of the little little vehicle instead of the right. <laughs> that's but, a anyway. thing that has existed forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, okay. I did, so. I, oh, sorry. No, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, judgment call time. Uh, so the prediction I made last week, Mike got Rebecca's address from Chuck's house, and Jimberly are going to get her to speak to the New Mexico Bar Association to prove that Chuck is mentally unstable. So 
I should have split that into two predictions, but I, mm-hmm, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a no because they did not bring her in to speak to the how, bar how, how, I think how. <laughs> if I if I was okay, I would like to make an appeal to the court here. Okay, uh, okay. You I, have the, you I have think I should. I think I should get a half point. What? What is this? Yeah. What's the situation in the What's... past that you've awarded half points for? Well, I not on the podcast, but back in Breaking Bad days, I think I gave myself a half point on my blog. For so something. twice okay, now, I feel like on this though, this would be point. the first time that you would ever be using the half point measure, and I feel like it might set a bad precedent. Oh. Jesus Christ, Shane! <laughs> I don't know. I look, guys, this is why you don't have me on here. No, 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 no. I'm impressed. Why, I'm impressed. No, this is why. This is why I don't make the judgment on my own. I bring it up for discussion. I mean, we all know how famously I got shot down on the live show last year by our entire audience. <laughs> oh no! I but I just want to draw attention. Shade. I forgot I, I about imagine... that experiment. That was so great when y'all did that. It was horrible. I know for you because you had to figure out all the technical. But uh, man, it was yeah, fun to watch. Stressful and then amazing when it worked. But no, I, I just I want to say, Shane. I imagine you and I sitting behind a podium and, and and Nick has appealed to us and I'm like over here saying swear words and you're like hang on can you bring up a, a, a previous president where this was established and I'm just like looking at you like what the where did that come from that's really well I was smart. just wondering I didn't know if he had used half points before <laughs> <laughs> well honestly Besides, I, sh- I believe that the law is our greatest accomplishment as a civilization <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's toilet paper I personally toilet paper <laughs> seriously <laughs> I mean, um, think about it. It's great, right? Like, what? Which yes, would you rather paper. have? No lawyers or no toilet paper? Think about it. Aren't they kind of one in this? Oh. No, I should. <laughs> sorry to the lawyer the, jokes. Sorry to all the lawyer fans. Yeah, let's just spend the next hour doing lawyer <laughs> jokes. But uh, so, what do you? What are we gonna? What do you? What do you? What do you? What do you think, Nick? Now that Shane's brought that out there, because I, I well. I mean, on, like, if I think about it, I should have made this split it into two mm-hmm. because my my big thing was, like, in my mind, the big what thing was, was, that, when you said was it? that he got Rebecca's address. That was the big thing, okay. and then I and then I added on that they're gonna get her to speak to the bar association to, to prove. If your main focus it. was on getting the address, then I think you can count it. But I feel but like at the same time, I, I feel like he but drove if I, his segue but if, too far off the cliff when he went to extra links. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll, I mean, if, I, if I'm if i going to look at it from a technical point of view, if I give myself a half point for getting the first part right, then I give myself a minus half point for getting the second half wrong, and that takes me to zero <laughs> anyway. So oh, that's maybe an excellent I, point, actually. So yeah. maybe instead of getting a plus one or a minus one, I just get a zero on this, and, and we stay. It's like half oh, two, half Oh, so it doesn't count against them. Okay. Yeah. okay, I like th- I like that. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. uh, that's a heck of a compromise. You pr- look at this. We handled shit, man. And thanks. thanks I don't know why the Supreme Court can't decide stuff like we can. I know. Yeah. So now, 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 Shane, we've established the legal precedent for going forward. <laughs> like this, so. There you go. It's important. <laughs> well, I just wanted to bring it up because I'm watching the episode and I'm realizing how wrong I am. Right. And it's after we'd had a very long discussion about it. And No, it was a good discussion. It was man. great, but I was sitting there and I was like, ah, I'm wrong. Well shit. I'm wrong a lot. I'm totally fine with that. I'm I'm a I'm a make a decision, deal with the consequence kind of guy. I do think things through, but also we've talked about my problem with gambling. It's not that I'm addicted to it, I'm just fucking bad at it. So I was I was like, ah oh, well shit, I lost that one. Oh well. That would have been cool, but I guess this is this is awesome. I was excited. And I knew it from the moment that she came walking in early in the episode. But then 
as I saw that she didn't get called to speak, I was like, oh, this is one of Trent's favorite scenarios. This is called a lose-lose scenario. <laughs> this is when <laughs> no party has won anything, and we walk away both dissatisfied. <laughs> Ladies. Well, they um, say a good compromise leaves both parties unsatisfied. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, uh, so I'm going to shed a tear when I type the zero into the spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so we have a second judgment call mm-hmm. to make, and I don't know if we can actually resolve this, it's Sadie's prediction that Chuck's catatonic state was part of his long con to get Jimmy to confess to forging the Mesa Verde documents. So he said in the in the hearing that he was play acting, but when did the play acting begin? Did it start? I saw your post about that. Yeah, because I was trying to get sort of the fans' perspective, but they went off on when did. When did Chuck start having his electromagnetic? I would like to propose a compromise for this one because I'm leaning more towards saying that's a big, it's a no because we haven't established that. But I would like to say, could we keep it open? Because you guys are thinking because of how the show is like really good at symbolizing like with the exit signs and things like that, that this is Chuck's way out. I think let's. I don't know if it's his way out. Let's hold out, but there's a thought of that. So let's hold it. For a moment, we got a few more episodes well, this season. And I let's... still have the prediction of how he's going to die, so we still need to get to that. <laughs> yeah, well, we have I, we have a, a couple of other predictions that I didn't bring out tonight because I'm I'm kind of doing a wait and see attitude. Like like the prediction that that Vin, Victor was the one that that actually left the don't note on Mike's car. Yeah. I don't think we're ever gonna get, we're ever gonna get that, but I'm not willing to call it an unresolved just yet. Okay. Like, yeah. Well, I don't want to give call... it a few more episodes. As far as whether he was doing that con when he had his seizure. I don't think so because I think that seizure was entirely genuine and that's what certainly what he was saying was he said that he was making up a story when he was talking on the recording but I think he would tell them he would tell the court that the 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 copy store made him so crazy that he did pass out I I yeah. think it happened like my the, the con after he told Kim everything, and Kim ended up stood up for Jimmy, and he saw he wasn't going to get anywhere with Kim, um, uh, so he went off to do his own plan, and that's when he started the the whole scheme. That's my my opinion. Yeah, I yeah. I, I I'm feeling like it wasn't. I, I'm feeling like the only acting that he was doing was just for the recording. I feel like everything, but but. but I don't want to discount it just yet. I'd say let's give it a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm certainly saying Chuck. don't say no yet. Yeah, but okay, I'm sure. leaning towards no. Because what if okay, what, what if he was? Let's say he was, and his thought was, I don't want to bring that up at all in in fake court in lawyer court. I don't want to bring it up at all <laughs> there because um, it's it's fake it's going to make me look even worse that I've been faking this whole time. You know, I acted like that and went to the hospital and like that's crazy. Like that's a lot to go. So. Maybe if that well, is I don't a part think of his it. Seizure, but, I don't think his seizure in the copy shop was fake. I think when he went for the CAT scan and then he was he was catatonic for 24 hours, I think but, that's what Sadie was talking about. Right, but what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is that now that he's this unrattled, like whatever the outcome of this is, what if he is so rattled that he finally is, like it, he maybe he admits that it has been a long con. I feel like this does have a very good chance 
I personally don't believe it's going to, but I believe it, it well, does have let's a give it. Let's give it some time. Yeah, I feel like yeah, he could I mean, talk to it. I feel like he could be like, yeah, this whole time I've been playing you. Because now, who gives a shit? Like, he can, you know, say whatever he wants to say because, well, he just did this. <laughs> and yeah. it's interesting because I'm, I'm well, I, I'll save it for a minute. I'll jump it kind of ahead. But uh, anyway. Well, we're done with predictions now because that, so that one will stay open for the time being. And that ends our prediction roundup. So, all right. I mean, unless you want to know the score totals, but uh, yeah, why not? Uh, I I yeah, haven't. Go up, ahead. Actually, I haven't updated the ones we just talked oh, about. So god. Oh, oh, oh okay. god! Oh, Jesus! Oh my god! <laughs> Don't tease us like that. No, I was all uh, rock hard for that. God, I outsmarted <laughs> myself there. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, I so, oh, what's that episode? Yeah, episode. We this can episode do a score was called... at the beginning. So. Okay, uh, this episode was called. Ch- Ch- Chauncey, Chim 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 Chimney Chim 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 Chimney Chim 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 just he's when he's saying he's chicanery, he, this kind of chicanery, this kind of foolishness, this kind of messing around, this kind of BS, basically. I thought it was yeah. when you put all of the good stuff that you feel from the universe into a can, and they have a factory doing that, a chicanery. Oh man, that was terrible. So anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I want to. I, I just yeah. I, I I got a couple of things, and I've been doing this here recently, where I look at something that's kind of. Uh, bigger about the episode instead of just picking apart little things. Although I did type down a few little things that are like great to me, like basic, like the guy went to the beginning when he's like, "Let's go." He's like, "We're going out to eat," and he's just like really hell bent on them eating. I was hoping he was going to say, "Let's go to Hooters." Like I was really hoping that that was going to be the place because it sounded like that was what was next. Like this some wings. Um, but I, the thing that I really dug in this episode, and it, we've seen it. That's, that would have been so Chuck. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, the thing that I. I liked this episode a lot was, I mean, there's a lot of things I liked in it, but I, I enjoyed when they're playing the tape and he's talking about how Kim deserves it and Kim busted her ass for this. And you can mm-hmm. see the look in her face and she's like, the, the amount... that surely was not the first time she was listening to that tape. Uh, yeah, it was. It had to no, have been. No, it can't have been. They had to, no, no, no. Discovery. Had to, she have heard it. Yeah, she they have to discovery. give both both oh. sides have to give the other side access to the evidence before the trial. Yeah, she Good would have point. heard it when she got discovery. But uh, but point right. being yeah. is that she's listening to it out in the room, and you can look at her face <laughs> go through just an amalgam of different emotions, and tr- and all yeah. of them are trying to reset to professional. And uh, yes, yeah, she was yeah. she did an admirable job of staying professional. I thought, especially when she was interviewing Howard. I got I definitely got someone to talk about that. Um, but when yeah. she that happens, but you can tell there's a twinge of like it's this. She's got a lady boner for him right now, or or at least a, <laughs> at least an emotional boner. You know what I'm saying? Like she at least was a little. Bit, hey, I told you guys, Boys Club. We're talking about wieners. Um, but she was like really <laughs> very touched. By what he was saying, even though she, yeah. it pissed her off what he did, every bit of this pissed her off. That's what got her, and that's what really hooked her, because he did it for, like, he would go to any link to do anything for somebody he really cared about. Then, yeah. uh, later on, uh, or no, before that, actually, when she's up there and she gives her opening statement, 
the look on Jimmy's face. Like those, t- yeah. they did a good focus in on the other person's face when the other one was talking about them. Yeah. And I, I know maybe it's small things, but to me, I've been, I've really been thinking about his relationship with her because ah, I hate my brother. And I also hate my brother. And he's blah, blah, and he's blah, blah. You know, okay, I get it. But like, I'm interested to see the relationship as much as I'm the last guy in the world to be like, you know, like, Oh, I just love the love no, story. I, I love the two of them together, and I love – I was going to say I love that they're not – this didn't break them apart. You know, They're still close. I was so worried that this season was going to be the story of them drifting apart over this. You know, like This was going to ruin their relationship, but they seem like they're only closer than ever. Yeah, and it's, it's another yeah. step in the direction of – and it's, it's making me very conflicted about a very bold statement I said. I didn't feel bold enough to put it in predictions, but – about the fact that I don't think that he's going to be one of her, uh, she's going to be one of his ex-wives, and it's you did make that a prediction. <laughs> God damn it, past Trent. Why? Why? <laughs> well, you know, you have a very good chance of that, that coming true. Yeah, but the we'll thing, see. the thing is, is that now I'm kind of downing it a little bit because the more I think, I think that I, I, I was very aggravated last episode with the fact that she was calling all those places and getting the thing canceled so that Mike could sneak in there and get pictures. And now this episode, she is at least knowledgeable of getting Rebecca Boa to show up. She's knowledgeable of <laughs> uh, Huel. He fucking hired mm-hmm. Huel, Sausage Fingers yeah. <laughs> McGee, to get the, the battery into his goddamn but you know what? Code. Everybody at the end of this is aware of that, though. Yeah, but it involved some some dirt. It involved a little bit of dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's not... one thing I wanted to I, I wanted to know is whether you know what is the the court? I keep saying the court. I know it's not the court. You know what I mean? The, the group mean, of yeah. people, disciplinary that, hearing you know, or whatever. Yeah. Thank you, the hearing members, law court. <laughs> what do they think when they obviously at the end of this episode they're presented with oh shit? You know, obviously he, he, you know this guy has some sort of crazy mental disease and he's he's uh, reacting to it, but. I mean, Jimmy hired somebody to trick his brother for that testimony. So is that, you know, acceptable? Well, this is something I wanted to discuss, but I don't want to derail Trent's no, discussion about right. Kim's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I keep going off topic. Actually, bring this in. No, now. no, no, no. It's no. a good time. It's a good time for it. What do you want to bring because, up? Well, because w- one of my overall notes for the whole episode was um, the hearing is not over. I mean, mm-hmm. is it? I mean, there's a still well, no verdict is given, but I think yeah, that but they I mean, imply very heavily. I mean, it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm. It's kind of a question for for the three of us to discuss. Is like, is the hearing over as far as what we're going to see on the show? Because there's, there's still. I mean, the hearing wasn't about Chuck's sanity. It was about Jimmy's. Uh, it was about Jimmy's breaking and uh, and. As far as we can tell, the private investigator hasn't testified yet, and I don't know if um, he needs to. I mean, Hamlin testified the same thing that the private investigator would testify, right? Um, yeah, unless the private investigator's got something else to add that we don't know about. Um, Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, but it would not be like this show to just surprise us with something. Yeah, it would have been a scene. I agree. I agree. They they also Um, might have handled that at another time that we didn't see. It might have jumped past it. We might not have seen. Yeah. And the other, the other thing though is that because of the scene with Kim and Paige and, uh, I can't remember the name of the boss of Mesa Verde, but, um, Tutors. when she told them, like, there might be some bad pu- publicity coming about, um, you know, 
Charles McGill accusing his brother of messing with your documents, blah, blah, blah. And the boss man was fine with it. He wanted to take him out for wings at Hooters, but, uh, but the, um, Paige, she had a little bit of a look there. Like, yeah, I feel like they wouldn't have shown us that if that wasn't going to come back. Yeah. So, so when I say, is the hearing over? Like, I'm trying to think, is there something in there that could go bad for Kim out of all this? Um, I mean, I don't think this is something that I want to, you know, I don't think this is big enough for an official prediction, but I honestly believe this is the last that we, the viewers, have seen of this hearing. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I think that, in the next not... episode, it will be more Mike and Gus based, probably. I don't know. I haven't watched the trailer. It but I think that we're be... probably done with the hearing. It might not necessarily be a factor of the hearing being over or not. Or actually, that is, actually, it should be the, I meant the opposite of that. It should, I think it being <laughs> over could mean that it doesn't necessarily mean it's over with the Mesa Verde and Chuck kind of thing. And that, like, what if, cause now at this point, Chuck is off the rails. I, 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 Nate said something during the episode. I don't think his career continues. That's what Nate this. was bringing up. Is he said that he thinks, what if both of them end up like getting disbarred or suspended or something? Well, we're we're gonna have to at least see the findings. Sure. At the end, right? Yeah. Like they're sure. not just I think gonna. That we might get told it. I don't think we're gonna be shown it. If if all that's left is to say the findings, then I think we'll just find that out in the next episode rather than have a Could scene be. in the courtroom. Yeah. Could be. And and but I. But you brought up a good point, Shane, about like is like what. What about this, like, planning a, uh, a battery in his pocket? Like, it, would the disciplinary committee have anything to say about that? Or would it, maybe or it would just... the display at the end of the thing be, you know, so much that that's not even something they even think about? Well, maybe the fact that, that Jimmy engineered that to happen makes them say, well, maybe if he did that for this this disciplinary hearing, maybe he did do some shady stuff in the past. So, I don't know. Like, it could... I don't know how I don't know. That's why I, I'm wondering. Like, I I think you're right. Like, they don't want to bog down the show. From a show making standpoint, they don't want to bog us down because we had half half of the episode was was the disciplinary hearing. This time, yeah. yeah. I gotta honestly, say, I didn't I expect to get to this hearing until later in the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was gonna be nothing but build up, and and I wanted more courtroom stuff for a while now. Um, huh. Me too. I think that this show works best when the Saul stories or the Jimmy stories are in a courtroom. I want to say that I, I I'm doing this is a, like the ultimate. Yeah, story. I'm, I'm, I'm doing like yeah. a weird like foot yeah. in mouth like take out foot then put foot back in about this because early huh. in the season or even like right before the season I was saying how I was more into Jimmy's story. The flexible Trent. The flexible Trent. Yeah, and that's the name of my uh, band from high school. Is flexible Trent. I um, <laughs> so no, we I had talked about it's also how, the name you dance under. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. Have you the been to his flexible <laughs> The Nickelback plays. Oh, much better. Um. So anyway, they look at the, this photograph. <laughs> I I was in. I gotta tell the story real quick. I was in. Uh, since his boys. Club Thank tonight. you for them, by the way, Nick. Um. Which Nickelback? Nickelback aren't they from Canada? Oh yeah. yeah. No, don't speak ill of Nickelback, Wait. man. Don't. We don't need that kind of heat on our. On our podcast, man. They'll get on Twitter and they'll fucking blast us like they did the police. Uh, to their 14 followers. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> up, man. Did you not hear about them doing that? About what happened with Nickelback? No. It was like a few months ago. It was some some police officer or the or no, no, it was like whoever handles the official Twitter account for a police office. 
uh, somewhere said that they were keeping, you know, some rioters at bay by uh, playing uh, Nickelback over the loudspeakers. And, like, Nick, one of the people on Nickelback got wind of it, and on Twitter was like, hey! <laughs> he, like, tweeted back at him, like, kind of hurt a little bit. And it's like, do you not know who you are? And then the police department had to issue a fucking official apology to Nickelback. And it was like, oh, Lord. what are, what is happening? Um, oh, somebody should have just bought them some Pepsi and it would have fixed everything. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Nickelback and strippers, I was in Pensacola, Florida at a place called Aries <laughs> Angels. And I was, uh, we, it was a heavy metal strip club, which was awesome. Um, I'm not a huge strip club person anymore. Um, I've been to a few in the past. I just realized I've kind of outgrown them now. But I went to mm-hmm. uh, this one because, like, heavy metal strip club. <laughs> okay. I'm, you've had yeah. my curiosity, but now you have my attention. And uh, we went in, and it was like heavy metal light. You know what I mean? Like it was like you'd hear like Metallica, you'd hear like it rock. It should have been more marketed as a mostly rock um, kind of place. Mm-hmm. And then I would have. I'm uh, picturing hair bands, uh, but not even that metal. Like scale it back. <laughs> like, but then all of a sudden, this this uh, lady gets up there to start performing. And uh, the DJ's like, come to the stage! You know, and says whatever her name is. And he starts playing, Photograph starts playing. And uh, she's looking at him. <laughs> that is not a song that you can dance to. <laughs> she's looking at him with that exact thought in her mind. And it was clearly not the song that she picked. And so she was doing, like, like looking at the... And so she's on the middle of this stage with a bunch of people with money in their hands waiting to give her dollars. And she's like... I'm not dancing to this song, and she's clearly making motions. Like there's, oh, some, there's an exchange through the air between her think... and the bald guy in the DJ booth, and her and the ball. <laughs> and then finally, he goes, he goes, "Look, honey, you can dance this or get the fuck off my stage." And so she starts doing her performance to photograph. We gave her so much money. Oh. We felt so. Dude, bad. I'm thinking. I was picturing her like up on stage, realizing what's going on, and like, okay. And then she starts doing her routine and like miming, looking at a photograph book, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the literal stripper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The name of my autobiography, literal stripper. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I just I, I, so I we got way off on that from thanks to Nickelback and dancing. It's okay. But no, I the foot and mouth <laughs> thing. I said early on I wanted to see more of Jimmy type stuff, and then the mic stuff started kicking ass. And I said like second or third episode in, I'm like I feel bad for saying that because the mic stuff is kicking serious ass, and then. Mm-hmm. We got an epic. It's kind of like, hey, be careful what you wish for. But I don't feel bad about it because no, I, no, no, I, I don't think it's to be careful mic. what you wish for at all. Because this was awesome. Yeah, this was an amazing. And I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad they didn't drag it out till the end of the season. That they kind of had this this right in the middle. Uh, that they yes. they kind of came to a, a climax at this point. So now the story can move forward to the aftermath. I, I like this. Yeah, it's like not. The, a, it's no Walking Dead. But uh, anyway, I, I, talking as well. But it was, oh, sorry. Just talking about what you said about you, you like the courtroom stuff. I mean, this was the ultimate to have Kim against her, like questioning her boss, her oh. old boss, and then to have brother questioning brother. I mean, how are they going to top that? I mean, that, maybe get Hector, <laughs> get Hector. I on have. Stand? I don't know when he's going to take a big. Hey, I have a prediction or something. <laughs> okay, I have a prediction. Let this me get is probably going to turn out to be stupid. Uh-oh. I'm opening your sheet in the spreadsheet. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is the last season with the Jimmy and Chuck dynamic. I believe that after this, the Jimmy story after this season 
is going to become a whole different thing. It's no longer going to be the focus of his story for three seasons. This has been him and his brother. I don't think it's going to be anymore. I would like to, I would like if that was the truth. I mean, I don't. I love um, the actor Michael. Is that oh what oh my god, my, Michael McKeon is amazing. Yeah, he's but awesome. It's not his show. No, and uh, it's Bob Odenkirk's show, and I think that it's been. I don't know where else they can go with their relationship. I'd like well, to see. Okay, him so I've worded this like next season. Yeah, I've worded this season three will be the last season that focuses on the Jimmy and Chuck story. That sounds good. Okay. Um, um I just want to hey, say. Hey, so the during the hearing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you you go ahead. Uh, just real quick during the hearing, I was thinking that, uh, you know, HHM is a large law firm with lots of associates. Right and and lots of people that work there. Is there a reason why for this particular hearing they decided to go with the fifteen-year-old for their representation? <laughs> Wait, well, what? That's oh, is he a oh. <laughs> is he a, is he an HHM lawyer? Because he said, I, I assume they would hire. No, 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 the New Mexico State Bar. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, so he represents he, the he, bar. They have chosen their lawyer for that. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no, it no, no. sounded like. When he was showing them the hearing room, it sounded like he was like someone new that they had just met. Where was the lady that they've been dealing with up till now? She oh, was she deals for, with the criminal charges. Yeah, she was the um, okay. St- the, so she was okay. the DA or whatever. It's too bad because I liked her. I, I liked. Uh, I mean, there were times I didn't like her, but I liked her character. You know? She's she's a good. Yeah. She was the actress. Who I was saying she's great on uh, Vice Principals. And that's she, right. Yeah, she plays but this uh, guy. Man, this guy must have been just out of law school or something. Yeah, it was like, yeah, why did they get like Howdy Doody? The <laughs> hey, Howdy Doody did okay, man. In a room full of lawyers, just throwing shit at each other. I th- he did. No, that. I'm not. I'm not saying he's bad at he's his just job. A baby. I'm just saying he's a baby. Yeah, he's maybe pretty, he's a big tall baby should, like, man. Grow a beard or something. He's got the big. He's a big tall baby man. This guy. Full pants I'm just picturing on. that he opens up his briefcase and the only thing in it is the the sack lunch that his mom packed him. You know, <laughs> it's a it's a uh, it's a kazoo With a note and a paddle says, ball. You're and great today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. If we're at recess now. I'm gonna go have some big league chew and some chips from the machine. <laughs> Um, I thought the guy was great. I, I want to my uh, my very favorite absolute. Well, now one of the parts that I really liked in the uh, the courtroom scene. Well, you know the whole episode damn near is the courtroom scene. But when when Kim is uh, questioning Hamlin, and it's great because both of those actors are fucking amazing. Um, yes, I, I you know my, my got you know uh, my girl Kim's up there just killing it, and then Hamlin who I. I kind of like Hamlin a little bit. And oh yeah, no, I, I felt that way for a while. He's a very likable character I've, now. I've brought it except up for before. you know, except when he runs. Certain times. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking of was when he was <laughs> running through those. That that makes me love him even more. That but makes like, him more likable. Yeah, no, but he, you know, the, the thing that makes him still. He a didn't shitty, want to sweat in his suit, man. Yeah, uh, the thing that, that yeah, he's wearing a fucking Good linen tie in goddamn New Mexico. What's wrong with you? Um, but no, he. So, so he. The only thing that makes him a real shit is that he is very happy to have Chuck's arm all the way up his ass to work him like a puppet, and like he, he's got no fucking spine and self-respect. At least not enough to put aside some money for what he actually believes in. He's he's very much going to defend this giant ass cash cow, which is HHM, um, and he's going to do whatever the partners fucking want him to do. The senior partners, that is. So, what did you think? 
that about when like Kim asked him about nepotism. That's what I was. The other, that's uh, what I was getting H. to is that when she that yeah. was sweet when she asked him that, and when she says she throws that back at him like, "What's the other?" And he goes, "Hey, there's this look. There's a pause and a look." He goes, "My father," <laughs> and that's his look said, "Well played. That was good." Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. he, he I think he still that. has a lot of respect for Kim. He not only that, Although but he, likes he gave Jimmy. her a bit well, of I a don't look know. when when he left the witness stand and was walking back. He gave her kind of a sour look. Like he I say because... respects, maybe maybe a little bit, but he, I think if she were back at HHM, she'd still be in the basement. So I don't know. It was, mm, but the thing is, is that he okay? So well, her being in the basement, I feel like was I don't know. Let's just say that he. I think that he actually really likes Kim and Jimmy. I think he's like I fucking yeah. I dig these people, man. I if it was like if well, he wasn't such I bet you that I bet you that he did not have Howard did not have to sit in front of a mirror and practice saying that he liked Jimmy. Oh shit. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. He's he's being truthful, you know what I mean? Like he's on mm-hmm. he's he's truthful and he's composed. He's a he's a He's a decent lawyer. He's more of a people person. I don't see him being much of a real lawyer. He might be a strategist. Do you and think stuff. he would have do you think he would have taken the law as a career if it wasn't for his dad? No, 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 no. If dad would have, he'd be selling something. He'd be, he'd if, be doing infomercials. If dad had a car lot, he'd be <laughs> selling cars. No, 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 no. Oh, it's, absolutely, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, he'd be selling like yachts or something. If dad was, <laughs> or like those those ex porn stars on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> uh, selling you know like champagne or whatever. It's the Champlain, you know. The, <laughs> sorry, that's what I went to when I you were saying selling one. yachts. That's the first thing I pictured with those. It was a recurring sketch that they would have where these yeah, I know what you mean. Couldn't pronounce anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they would be doing an infomercial or whatever, trying to sell luxury vehicle. You know. Yeah, but I thought that that was totally cool. How it got anyway, thrown sorry. back the little bit of acting, like there's such subtle acting going on here, and and, and all that. Absolutely. That's that's kind of the last real big thing that I had for the episode. So I want to hear what else you guys have got. I had another little thing. Oh, yeah? The scene where uh, Rebecca shows up for dinner, um, how awesome was it that his excuse for not having electricity was that the power company transposed two numbers in his address? Oh, (laughs) God. Oh, my God. And then he repeats the address, and she says it at the same time as him because she knows how much of a shit he is. And she just like but that he couldn't have him. known that transposing addresses would, you know, cause him so much trouble years down the line. Oh yeah. my god. Well, I have like two things about that scene. One is like, did you notice that Chuck put his wedding ring back on, ignoring what Jimmy's advice? Oh, I did not catch that. No. Yeah. Oh, oh good uh, fucking well, call. Because he he. He takes it off when Jimmy gives him the advice, and then in the next scene, he's lighting candles, and he's got it back on again. That's creepy. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry to anybody yeah. out there that has loved and lost. Um, if if they've passed away, fine. Yeah, where that shit? Who, yeah, do it, man. But, like, if you guys have had a divorce, I don't care how pleasant the divorce was. I don't care how on good terms you guys are. You still wearing a wedding ring from that marriage is weird. I'm sorry. I, I feel think... like especially if you have quit wearing it and then you put it back on because they're coming over. Oh, oh that yeah. is that's yeah. crazy weird. And look, here's the thing. I, all For all day long, 
I I'm am accepting. Still. I'm accepting as someone who has a, a mental disorder where they think that they are allergic to electricity. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's something that that he really can't help. That the putting on a wedding ring. That's like a quirk. Yeah, you can take it off. It's not going to kill you. In fact, it's going to make you better. That's weird, bro. That's like I've, I stood up. I think it was. He was trying to. All night. That's how creepy that is. Exactly. Yeah. He, he was trying to let her know. I'm still thinking about you, but he was doing it in the worst way possible. That's the yeah. kid that takes pictures in Thirteen Reasons Why. You should all watch the show. It's it's so sad. Do you think <laughs> that he would have ever told her? Like, if she said, "I want to come back to you and get married again," do you think he would have ever told her about his? condition or would he just insist that they live in a yurt or something <laughs> that's a great question um and i i that's I, a hard one to it's hard to answer also because what if like 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 what if jimmy was like far enough removed i guess the biggest i'm just wondering like would that be enough to maybe help him get over a little bit you know what i mean like if, maybe his life you know, is getting back together I think that if he had told Rebecca, she would have completely understood, and the story of the three of them would be completely different, you know? Yeah. And uh, Walter White would never become the drug kingpin of the Southwest. Mm. Because everybody's lives would be different. Or at least he'd have to find a different criminal lawyer. That's interesting. He did did help him take it to the next level. Hmm. He hooked him up with Gus. He did. I'm, I'm, yeah. I've not really put this together until now. And How Jesus. much of the story of Breaking Bad would be different without Saul Goodman? It hinges mm-hmm. on him. Good point, yeah. And Saul Goodman hinges on him losing this relationship with his brother. I'm not going to ease off the fact that I blame uh, uh, Hank for everything in Breaking Bad, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say that another crossroad, for sure, 100% is Saul. That is a I will major say that crossroad. If I, I would say that if I were Hank, I would never have caught Walter because I don't poop at other people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's his, it's his brother-in-law. You poop at your brother-in-law's house, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no. Nah. All right. But uh, like okay, so in, uh, in the movie uh, American Pie, that had to run home from school whenever he had to go to the bathroom. Oh, well, Finch or whatever, bad. Finch or whatever his name was. Uh, it's awkward of, at a dinner party when you disappear for a while. Anyway, speaking of that and other mental things, I love the fact that Chuck brings up to, you know, how they misdiagnosed AIDS and didn't you know in like eighty one yeah. I think it was HIV didn't know it was causing until a few years later. Um, that's an interesting it thing. It was very rational, actually. You know? It's actually not. It's cognitive dissonance. That's when you oh, look okay, for something mind. that actually proves your point, even though they don't really have anything to do with each other. Like, like no one's dying of a mysterious electromagnetism disease. It's it's What he's saying is convenient for him. It's a, mm-hmm. it, and it's something that we do to. But I mean, the fact I was impressed by the fact that he was trying to use facts or trying to say, yeah. you know, yeah, he absolutely probably picked up thing. a book that said diseases that were misdiagnosed. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, guys, I'm sorry, I got to pause for a sec. I'll be back. Okay. Okay. That's a that's a good way to win a win a, a dis, like when we're like in a discussion. It's like I think it's this. Hang on, I've got to leave. That's pretty baller. <laughs> I gotta say, my respect for Shane in this episode is. Is is not that it was low ever, but it's up. That's for sure. He's uh, he's uh, impressing me. 
But uh, well, well, while while he's uh, I'm sure he's pooping right now. Uh, Nick, what, what he else? Have you, has, what, <laughs> he always has good insights, like on uh, on uh, Walking Dead podcast. Like he he thinks about this stuff. He's, he knows uh, what's going. He's the future seeing fuck. Y'all really talking about out. me? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can, guys, I haven't signed an email with that in a long time. You can stop with the future seeing fuck. I, I made one prediction one time. You can stop. That it. blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> That was okay. amazing. Well, a lot of other people made that same prediction. Nah, yeah, I made no, it on my no, clock, too. No, they didn't. In that bar, it was us. <laughs> it was the two of us. Okay. And I remember how the point, the point being. Point being. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So my second point about the dinner was, is it a rule in the Breaking Bad universe that you have to serve sea bass when you have a fancy dinner? At your house, and I, I, I think not. it's just a rule among rich people. Because I was thinking this week <laughs> about Chuck is got too much money. I mean, even yeah. as a partner at a law firm, if you can at the spur of the moment have all new appliances brought into your house to make it look like you're not afraid of electricity, then you have too much money. Yeah, he's got some cash yeah. that's for sure. Plus, it's just and how is, I mean, oh sorry, unless he just rented it all from Rena Center for a day. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how much? How much sympathy do you have for extra sympathy you have for Jimmy? Because Jimmy was there helping him through the whole thing. Like, oh, like, I think this show has gone out of its way to tell us Jimmy has done everything for Jimmy. Yeah, he for has sure, done yeah. so much for him, and he's done stuff against him, but mostly he's tried to help him this whole time. He's been behind him. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. And I think I, I was talking with. Uh, I think it was yeah, it was Nate. Yeah, yeah. We brought up the fact of like I'm glad you said him being rich because it was yeah, like, is that a rich with Nate? Is like no, I was talking with somebody at work about the show too. Actually, I got a, I got like one friend at work that's like super into the show too, and it's like yay, I got oh. another person to talk to about this amazing show. <laughs> um, but but we, we were talking about. It's, I'm glad you brought up him being so rich and the, and the fish thing because it's like yeah, that is kind of a rich thing where you leave the head on. Well, you're. Wor- I don't want to see that. That's a yeah. That's a rich person thing. Like, I mean, I'm okay with seeing it. I understand where my food comes from. I don't. But I don't want to you know. know. I, I don't, don't think I've ever know. eaten anywhere where it was presented that way. Yeah, that's gross. That's weird. Or like, you ever go to a pig picking? You've been to a pig picking. Mm, you know, been to a crawfish bowl. Where they no, you know, where like they I, get the whole pig cooked and then they open it up and you can get barbecue out of the. Um, I have not been to a pig picking, but I would not be opposed to going to one. Oh, this is the first time I've ever heard that expression. <laughs> yeah. It's where the, the pig is roasted I, so well that you can just pick off of it, basically. Pretty much, I could pretty yeah. much figure it out, but yeah. That's, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no I've, just, I've never been to one. <laughs> well, you live in a whole other country. You don't have a south there. <laughs> I ate alligator when I was in Atlanta. Alligator's okay. not bad. It's had, weird. Oh, alligator's good. I used to work at a restaurant that we had it on the menu. It was real good. Uh, so anyway, next thing about what else you got, Nick, on this episode? Uh, how funny was it that Jimmy took a goldfish to the vet? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! What is the cheapest thing I can buy at the spur of the moment so I can have an excuse to go? I to just. The vet? The girl next to him was like, this guy must really love that goldfish. <laughs> there was a comedian that talked about having I love a... how much that vet loved that goldfish. I know, well, he's, for sure. He's consistent in his character that he really cares about how animals are treated. Yeah. He asked Mike <laughs> if he was treating the puppy right. Exactly. Yeah, and that guy's come a long way. Like, that guy, because he's, he's been here since season one, if I remember correctly, and he was like, he was okay. You know, he's funny. You know, it's cool to have around. But then when he did the dog thing uh, in that episode... That was like okay. There's a little more depth to it, and now with the the fish thing, super. Yeah, nice. yeah the guys. They yeah. basically got a monologue this episode. Um, yeah, yeah a little much. one. Yeah, yeah. 
I wonder what um, the, where that fish is going to go now. I hope Jimmy did take it home. The right thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, he's never going to have a relationship with his brother again, but he'll have this new fish. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Kim, I got you a fish. <laughs> it made me think I of you. I could see him giving it to Francesca. Oh, like, yeah. Coming into the office. Yeah, I what I got the you. You take care in of fact, it. Oh, I almost want to make a prediction that they'll will be swimming around in the in the waiting room in in the. If it office. was any other show, I would say that that's a ridiculous prediction. But on this show, <laughs> yeah, you put a fish in one episode, it's probably coming back. What would be great is if he would have, you know, if they could have shortened up something somewhere, and then like 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 Chuck preparing what he was going to say, you could have shortened that a little bit and given him uh, a second where he like goes to Francesca and he's like. I need you to call this guy. Also, uh, get some fish food. And he's like sitting the a jar down but with not the fish too on. Much. Exactly, and he repeats back what the vet said. That would be amazing. <laughs> like people, they get fat what? fish. They they drown in food. They suffocate <laughs> or whatever. I have to admit, I have to mention too that I wanted to make a prediction in the middle of the episode when the vet said, "You got to fit him in a tight space." I appreciate I that you let us know ahead of time that you wanted to make that a prediction because I was able to pull from that, oh, there's somebody coming. Well, you said there's somebody coming back, and then I was able to guess it, and I felt smart. I thought one. I gave it away too much because I, I, I think, Trent, you said when I when I messaged you guys and said, oh, I so badly want to make a prediction, you said, like, no spoilers. And I said, all, I said, oh, it came true. And I said, all I'm saying is – a character from Breaking Bad that we that we haven't seen yet comes back, and I thought that I used the phrase "all I'm saying is" would give it away. No, that's what, it was the message later. I did not remember like, him saying that at all. It was like a message later where you said something about someone in Huel should do something, and so then I'm well, like, "Oh, that was the next was day," me, which I still hadn't seen it the next day because I was at my job. <laughs> where we don't have well, that was after TV. you don't that watch was, shows at your job like I do. Kind I know. Of. No, that I was know. after Shane posted the picture of Hugh or, or Lavelle Crawford wearing that that long coat. He was wearing a, a awesome peacock jacket. Yeah, and he looked a lot skinnier. Either way, next yeah. time, next time. Yeah. Somebody said online that apparently Dang. the actor has lost a hundred pounds since Breaking Bad. Oh wow! And those are that's a hundred U.S. American pounds. Oh. Okay. And so they were hoping, and I think this sounds really cool, that if he shows back up on Saul more often, that eventually people start talking about, oh man, you know, I'm worried about Huel. He started eating more, you know. <laughs> like they do the story of him gaining the weight. Well, that actually <laughs> that actually tracks though, because what if he starts getting more and more work after that job? And you know, it's like it's like the Matrix people. If you go back and watch the first Matrix movie, they all look like they're on meth. But then you switch over to the <laughs> second and third movie, they all got that Matrix checks. They was eating good <laughs> for like a couple of years. Not not that anyone's fat. I'm not trying to say that. Like they're all very much in shape. They mm-hmm. just filled out a little more. You know what I'm saying? Like they just a little more <laughs> neck and a little more face. And, uh, not, again, not the that views of this podcaster do not necessarily represent the views of the Baltic effect. <laughs> I'm saying, just look at it. You're like, oh, okay, damn. Yeah, they got matrix checks. They, they, they was eating steaks. It's like, it's like people that talk about, uh, when they get, uh, what is it? Uh, when they get on food stamps and stuff, because you mm-hmm. have to spend that money on food. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you get a decent amount on it. They're buying steaks and shit, and you have to spend it that month. You can't; it doesn't roll over. So yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So they're eating like really good food, and uh, like stuff I'm for damn sure not eating. But uh, 
Anyway, I just thought of that. Like, I thought, yeah, they got paid. So what if Huel, that's what happened, is he started getting more work, started getting paid. <laughs> he started getting some, some stakes and shit. <laughs> so who is the next person you want to see on this show? I think I want to see Badger more than anybody, I think. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, Saul's associates. Yeah, he would you be. Want, you want Kubi? You want Skinny Pete? Nobody wants Skinny Well, Pete. here's the thing, is that Badger, um, uh, Saul doesn't know Badger. But until... Skinny Pete goes to jail with with uh, who? He goes to jail Look, with. Don't get me these details that prove me wrong. Come on, guys. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, Skinny no, Pete. No, I was just didn't he know the... Tuco or Crazy Eight or yeah, something like that? Yeah, he was in jail with one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe okay. he will show up. Yeah, I would rather see Skinny Pete because Charles Baker was a really awesome guy, <laughs> and he just got some. Okay. Uh, he was just on something here recently. But uh, he was an awesome guy. The guy that played Badger never hit us back up for an interview, so he's dead. To oh, me. I didn't know that. No, I'm okay. just kidding. Well, just I kidding. didn't realize that the Baltic Effect had a beef with Badger. No, 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 no. Behind the cutting edge. No, we have no beef. No beef. There is absolutely no beef. It just didn't. Uh, it just behind didn't the cutting eggs. Behind the cutting eggs. Behind the cutting edges. Badger <laughs> beef. <laughs> <laughs> this week on. That sounds like a radio show up here because everything is Badger this and Badger that. And, uh, oh yeah, 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 because because the the freaking for UW all Badgers. about them Badgers. That's why I took a picture of there was like a uh, I don't know what the fuck they service like uh, safety stuff maybe, but it was like this van had a list of things on the back of it this company took care of and one of them was Badger fire extinguishers and if you didn't know if you didn't live here it's like they make them just <laughs> for badgers like just for badger fire specifically for badger the badgers set the fire or is the badgers on fire if you people realize that badgers will spontaneously combust and they're so first I thought it was to have your badger fire extinguisher is there a little team of badgers that runs out and smothers a fire <laughs> and i bet they have a little bitty ever. trampoline that they carry out to the bottom of the building too they've all got little hats and one has a whistle um mm-hmm. Okay, oh, and there's a ladder. That's oh, amazing. it's like two feet. I, I went on to I went on a tear the other day about speaking of like little little creatures like that. I went on a tear the other day about how we, as a uh, species, are extremely stupid. I mean, for many reasons, but for one is that we've adopted the house cat and the uh, dog as pets that we keep indoors and that we keep mm-hmm. as our companions to, like, make us happy and enjoy being in their company and take care of them, when the raccoon is a far more uh, impressive animal than either of those who okay. dumb dumb Okay, animals. but when humanity was, was domesticating dogs and cats, raccoons were not around. Really? When did raccoons They weren't around? an option. Well, raccoons are native to North America, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the first time that we uh, tamed cats and dogs, it was in, you know... Africa or Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cats in ancient Egypt. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, like, there's other animals that didn't come around for a while. I don't know why Native Americans didn't try to train raccoons. But When did the ferret come around? When did we start hanging out with those, like, furry snakes? Like, when did that start happening? I don't know, but ferrets always remind me of, like... Russian thugs. I can picture a bunch of ferrets on a street corner with Adidas tracksuits on, you know? Oh, man. But no, I, I, was like, I was like looking up facts about raccoons the other day, and I don't know why. And I was like, did you fucking know they can learn to open locks? Like, 
Raccoons are sneaky some bitches. News this week because he was in the ceiling tiles. That's why they dress like robbers. Oh, they're so cute! They get shy when you catch them. When they get spotted, they just kind of like put their hands together. Well, there was one in the Toronto International Airport this week in the ceiling tiles, and he became like a social media star because people (sighs) kept sending out Uh photos and videos of him. Raccoons are so great. (laughs) They're so good. They're so cute. (laughs) People are wrong and stupid and wrong. Okay, so in this cartoon world that I have invented, I guess, the weasels are the Russians in the tracksuits, the the raccoons are all the, the, the sneaky uh, thieves, and the uh, badgers. Uh, badgers, in my mind, are, like, really intelligent and, like, working the ledgers at some, you know, well, they're the fire money company or sure. something. For sure, badgers are. Oh, they're also firefighters. Oh, fuck, I forgot that. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) anyway, before we move on to emails, what else you guys got? Nick? Um, Yeah, well, okay. uh, I thought it was, like, stupid when – well, not stupid, but why did Chuck or Howard say – Iron fireplace implement instead of fire poker. He like, was that was I love that. He was <laughs> he was making fun of that was a jab at the um objective. or not objective, but like um whatever it had happened because they were calling the tape something he called the tape evidence and they yeah. were like objection. Oh, property personal property owned Oh so by he the... was oh so he was throwing it back in their faces like being really precise with his language and... Yeah, yeah, that was a okay. jab. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, I'll buy it that. It was just a, another opportunity to try to impress the the tribunal because, you know, he kept doing that thing. He was trying to get on their good side from the beginning. Sure. He was like yeah. the law is the greatest human achievement of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like one more minor point and one more bigger one, but the minor one was I also didn't like it when the chairman of the disciplinary committee there said, but watch yourself uh, to Jimmy, because I thought that was just too courtroomy drama. Like, you didn't it was like, cheer? I'll give you some leeway, but just watch yourself. You didn't you know? cheer because I was just about to say, tell him what type of leash he's on. Like that was we were <laughs> seconds from that, guys. You're on thin ice, counselor. You're you're on a you're on a flimsy leash. You're on a you're on, like I've will... said it so many ways over the years on these podcasts, and we were seconds. We should have a bingo card for this by now. God, we were so close, uh, guys. We were close. Lost stereotypes. We were so close, uh-huh. uh, and we've been say, I, like, I was just like mid cheer, like my hands were up, and I was ready to stand <laughs> up out of my chair. And then he, he he said it in a a different way, just like how Hamlin said a fire poker in a different way. And I'm like, you guys, mm-hmm. fuck you guys, come on, just do it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, anyway. and my last point was like after Chuck was so condescending to Jimmy on the stand like oh is this the part where you you tell me that the tape is fake and all that <sighs> but in the very end did you feel sympathy for Chuck or for the or for maybe maybe not just for Chuck but for the fact that this this brotherhood relationship is just totally destroyed like yeah, the way I've Jimmy felt... went like as much as you know uh, Chuck has been the villain like when Jimmy went and sat down I felt really sad for both of them I felt for Chuck because uh, everything he said, even when he was ranting, was true. When he was he's putting his hand in the till when he was nine years old. And what about that guy that fell off that sign? There's no way somebody falls off that sign like that. What about transposing the numbers? All of those things. Actually, he was right. He was completely right about every one of them. Yeah. And I, I felt for him because he has done what he perceives to be, you know, the right thing at every turn, and his brother has gotten away with not doing but that. lest we forget the good book um you're not wrong you're just an asshole i think that's the book of book of john 
Goodman. <laughs> You're not sure. wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. <laughs> he's right. He's 100% right. But he's an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the problem. Like, like let... If, if, if you're... If your enemy is fucking up, and I know enemy is kind of a strong word, but if your opponent or whatever, your adversary <laughs> is fucking up, let them step back and let them fuck up. They're gonna they're gonna fuck yep. up, and probability, you know, on long enough timeline and shit, he's going to get in a sticky situation, and you don't have to fix him anymore. You don't have to pick him up anymore. You don't have to mm-hmm. let him fuck up. Snitches get stitches and ditches. That's what happens, Chuck. But I say all of that, but I do feel bad for Chuck. I felt bad for Chuck for a long time. I mean, this is... People... Mental health issues are really just mind-boggling. Complicated. Yeah, to people that... They, people have a real hard time grasping with them. I mean, we all have our hang-ups and we all have our mental problems. And they're at different degrees and it's all relative. It's all relative to the situation they apply to. But but what happens is, what a shared reality that like the three of us have, or, or and many, many more of what we see as one type of existence. To someone with a mental disability, to the point that it affects them physically, reality is different for them. And there's no way. That would mm-hmm. be like telling us the sky is purple. There's no way that he can be told what the truth is. And so that's terrible. That's unfortunate. And mm-hmm. and he, I don't know. I don't know if he has it like in a part of his mind that what if it is my brain doing this? Like, I mean, he is very assertive about it, but there's got to be a lot of conflict. There's got, I mean, he is a smart guy. Exactly. Just something I mean, happened yeah. that tripped this one switch. We have, we got a, a trillion switches in our brain and this one switch flipped. And now when he, and also too, we see this every so often. He starts feeling kind of fidgety, and he causes things to happen when he sees things happening with Jimmy. Like we know that it's a trigger. We've seen it in many, many episodes. Mm-hmm. So, anytime that happens, or he perceives it to be happening, it start. It just sets it off, and he feels miserable. And he he doesn't he doesn't want yeah. to. I'm sure he wants to feel fucking great. But, I um, yeah, yeah. I, I felt the same way. That's. I felt bad for for Chuck uh, for that reason, and I was going to say something else and completely forgot. So never mind. Sorry, I blew out your. Stuff. No, no, no. It's cool. It's totally cool. Well, no, it... I think that's a. No, I think that's a really good point about um, that you said. You know, he's a smart guy. Like, cause it's it's no secret that I that I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I, you know, I'm getting help from Veterans Affairs and dealing with it and things are a lot better for me now but you know i you know when when i was first starting to to get help for it i was you know telling the people that were helping me i was like look i'm not a dumb person but i you know but i and i know that that the way this is affecting me is is really you know uh not good for my life but i cannot despite how smart I might be, I cannot make a change. Like it's yeah. just affects me that much. And mm-hmm. it, it's frustrating for the person that's going through it because, you, you know, you know, logically like, Oh, you know, I should be able to get past this, but it's, it's just not doable. It's and, because it's your reality. That is your yeah, and it, world that you're in. That's your nicosphere. Mm-hmm. Like it, that is I mean, the that's... truth to you. It's not, it's not false to you. That is 100% truth. And the, the tricky part is is getting out of that particular you know, atmosphere, that particular terrarium that you're stuck in. 
Nick, if you ever have people over, you should welcome them to the Nicosphere. <laughs> <laughs> two men enter and them. also two men leave because he's very considerate and uh, <laughs> he, he puts out a good spread. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no, no. And that's one of the things I've really loved about this show uh, is showing mental health because I, 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 I work with it every day. I help train other reps and stuff too that also deal with it every day and it is it, it is really stressful and these are people dealing with people they have they're they're strangers to them they have no trucks with just saying fuck you you're an asshole you're an asshole because you mm-hmm. talked to me this way you're an asshole because you did this and chuck is being an asshole but chuck has a problem that he can't control He's not being an asshole. I mean, some of the stuff, maybe. Yeah, we could talk about some of the malicious things he I does. I mean, his brother is doing all these things to help him with his problem, but he can't see it or he can't. Right. I don't know. Despite that, he still is doing some I mean, shit it on it. It all boils down to that last thing. He said, why does he get to be a lawyer? You know, yeah. that's that's his fixation. Yeah. So. You know, and I can see uh, some of where he's coming from there just from a base point of sibling stuff. Like, I had three, I have three sisters. And there were parts of my life that I was like, this is my thing. And it's, you know, you're, no, I don't want you here. I don't want you. Like, I had, it sounds like a shitty thing to say, but, you know, I had groups of friends where I was like, I hope that, you know, my, my sisters would meet them. And I hope they don't become friends because I don't want them in this part of my life. And for Chuck, the law is that part of his life that he thought was his and Jimmy would never mm-hmm. intrude on. No, that's a good point. That's because people with siblings, you guys with siblings are weird. I don't understand how you like make it and survive. <laughs> like I'm, I've got too much of a like, like I'm a, I'm a real, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I, I take sh- people down to my fucking level. I don't have, I don't want to be competing for the cutest or the smart. I don't need that. I crush, okay, but hoard every day, son. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, uh, if, if I had a brother, and I, I would murder as a child. Seriously. No, my sister and I get along really well. So yeah. I mean, that's good. We're lucky that way. Well, I mean, now we, as adults, you know, I most I get along with one of my sisters. Awesome, but <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a uh, wait. How many sisters you always do you have? have? I have three. So the that's a thirty-three that percent increase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you 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 often have parts of your life that you feel like this is my thing. You know, this is what I'm good at. This is my thing that I have accomplished and. You don't want somebody else coming along and taking that. It yeah. feels like it's taking away from your specialness. Yeah, he's True. the lawyer. He's the law guy. Why does Jimmy get to do? You're damn straight. All yeah, right. Well, I listen, get it. I'm going to go right into. It looks like, unless I've screwed up again, which I do a lot, but it looks like the only one that we have for this episode is from Bricktails. Am I right? In we, we have two, two from Bricktails. Two from Bricktails. Yeah, there's two. There's one that's between last week and this week, Got and then it, one okay. for this week. Okay. Well, if it's if it's cool, I'll take uh, the first one, and then I'll I'll break a pool stick and let you guys fight over uh, who gets the pool stick, and then whoever walks away from that fight can read the last one. How's that sound? Is this a roadhouse style situation? No. This is a dark night style situation. No, no, I don't mind if if Shane reads it since it's, it's like, his first time on the Better Call Saul podcast. Like, no, nah, I our, don't care. Whatever. Our, we're we're uh, what does he say? He's like. Welcome to the Nicosphere, where I'm polite. And what is it he says in, what is it in Dark Knight? <laughs> he's like, now, my organization is small, but we're open to aggressive expansion. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> aggressive expansion. Bricktail says, hello, gentlemen and lady. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm still going to be the boy. Hi. I'm, I'm the boys club. <laughs> 
says, uh, I just listened to the 304 podcast, and you all acquitted yourselves impeccably. Boy, I'm just like reading words I don't really read that often tonight. Um, <laughs> that said, if any of you wish to seek counseling due to lingering trauma, speak with me privately, and I can share some additional thoughts on Sabrosito and the podcast while they're fresh. Thank you. That's very nice. <laughs> says, I'll write another email after episode 305. Chicanarolio. Yeah, I have to take... Chicanery, sorry. Uh, yeah, I have to take the failed prediction. I may not have worded it well, but my thinking was that Gus had been out of the cartel since Max's death, and now he'd built himself up in crime in America and was looking for a way back in. Hmm, so he's he's saying that uh, he's taking the failed prediction on that one. That's right, yeah. Okay. So. It's very noble of you. Yeah, yep. it's very, very noble of you. I appreciate that. If there's one thing I can't stand is when a man doesn't own up to his mistakes. <laughs> Brought that back, didn't I? Look at that shit. Um, <laughs> let's go to Hooters. Woo! Um, he says, uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> try it, try it out. Watch that scene again. And then he goes, dinner tonight, ladies. We'll go to Hooters. Woo! As he's walking away. And tell me it doesn't make that scene better. I'm just saying. He says, uh, Brick Tales continues, so in the podcast, Trent was talking about Kim's character turn. I think you're at the heart of this show. These writers love to write about this. Of course, Breaking Bad was pitched as Mr. Chips turns into Scarface and an exploration of how that happens. In addition to Walt's fall, though, uh, we saw others like Jesse and Skyler go through similar paths. Here, once again, the whole show could be described as seeing the routes that different characters take to fall from grace and the motivations that lead them. Jimmy, Mike, and now Kim. That's very true. Um, he says, I mentioned this on Facebook, but the moment Nick mentioned that Mike was looking for Rebecca's address, I knew this was right. Okay. Whether oh, they... Yeah, I too, when I was listening uh, to that podcast, thought, oh, shit, Nick, why you got to be so smart? That is exactly uh, what's going to happen. He nailed it. Mm, so. Whether they specifically plan this or not, I think the writers always intended to bring her back later in the show as part of Chuck's downfall. There we go. Uh, Jimmy shouting at Chuck about her leaving him a couple of episodes ago was probably put in to help remind the audience about the fact that Chuck has an ex-wife. Um, yep. Yeah, they were like setting it up like subliminally. Um, I'm sure it was in there just so it could be in the previous lease for this week. Oh, good call. Um, he <laughs> says, do you think that Jimmy and Kim are going to try to have Chuck committed, perhaps Rebecca's help? Does he mean Rebecca? What? Uh, if they are not actually divorced, then she would be Chuck's next of kin. I think they're... they're... Oh, wait, are they separated? No, I think they're divorced. definitely divorced, but we might yeah. not have found that out until this week, and this email is from before this week. That's right. Oh, wow, okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I have a real problem thinking fourth-dimensionally. Sorry, Doc. By the way, they did mention <laughs> on the Insider Podcast that Gus was at the same fire station that Walt leaves Holly at! Hey! Opa! Yeah. Good job, guys. I was wondering about that. Um, one yeah. thing I forgot to co comment on in my Sabrosito email was how intimidating Hector was. He's just some old man walking in to get some chicken, and Mom looks up and tells her kid it's time to go. On the Insider Podcast, <laughs> they mentioned that that scene was originally much longer, but they had to trim it down for time. I'd love to see the whole thing. He says, uh, finally for now, I'd just like to say hi to Shane's co-worker, Lena. I know exactly where you're at and how much, uh, how much fun you're about to have binge-watching this whole series. Hey, um... As you, yeah. watch, as you watch along, send in emails and we can all see it again through your eyes. Yeah, very much so. Uh, welcome to the family. I will absolutely pass that along to Lena. I don't know if she listens to this at all, but I will tell her. Well, she's Thank watching... So she's going through Breaking well, Bad? Well, she's watching Breaking Bad, yeah. So it's going to be like when she's, Brick Tales... She is where Brick Tales used to be. It's yeah. like Brick Tales... But she's watching Better Call Saul, No, wait, wait, wait. Too. No, she's, she's watching Better Call Saul. Excuse me. She's never seen Breaking Bad at all. Whoa. She's, she's just watching Better Call Saul right now. Whoa. Okay. Why? Yeah. What is she? What? I guess 
Fix that. I don't know, she Jane. saw it on Netflix and wanted to check it out. Oh, Breaking Bad's on Netflix. <laughs> Breaking Bad's on Netflix. Why? Oh my gosh. Oh. Lena can watch shows however she wants to. No. Breaking Bad exists. <laughs> Every human being should A have Netflix. But this is exactly what 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 uh what uh Brickdale's here did. And it worked out okay for him. I know. Well, not exactly because he finished up anyway, it doesn't matter. It's but he basically if she did write in it would be like on Preacher when uh he was writing in about <laughs> He was writing in your yeah, Breaking the Bad. Breaking Bad stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. anyways, this is, uh, but he wrote in, yeah, and when he was writing to us on Better Call Saul last year, he was giving us his where yeah. he was in Break Bad. And... For sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Mina should try that out because that would be fun. Yeah. He mm-hmm. says, I'll uh, tell her. well, guys, lost in the dark without a handyman, call Lamplight. Until next week, my friends, <laughs> I promise you that together we will prosper. Bricktails. All right, so who wants to take uh, I like that he put that, that quote in there by, by Gus. I joked on, on Facebook last week. I said, like, imagine Gus right after Box, at the end of Box Cutter, when he <laughs> says, get back to work. And then he says, if any of you feel you need counseling, oh speak God. to me personally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm also giving you 24, I'm giving you 24 hours of, uh, worth of overtime because I'm sure in one way or another you're going to take this home with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the the bad lip reading people would do that, where they somehow got the, what he's saying to his employees and Los Pollos Romanos to him saying that to Walt and and Jesse at a certain point. Like, yes, that, that would be, be amazing. It took a, a shit ton of editing, but like they they have an eye for how to line stuff up the right way, so you can kind of fudge some stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of bad lip reading, and I have a secret theory as to here that channel really is. Hmm, I think I cracked the case oh. on that one. I do. I, I didn't realize there was a case to be cracked. Yeah, I'll, we'll talk about it later. I don't want to out him or her. Or them. I like the um, I, I like the Game of Thrones one that they did where it was a theme park. That's good. That one's good. <laughs> yeah, because it was like a Ren fair almost kind of thing. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really good. It was uh, one of those summer vacation movies, you know? I end up quoting the one that's Redneck Avengers, where it's uh, Captain America, and he's talking to uh, to Tony Stark, and he's just like, he goes, Lap-a-dap-a-dap, that's what you sound like. <laughs> I feel like they used that joke on the Walking Dead one. Uh, maybe. You mean uh, you mean Carl Papa? on the Walking Dead one. Well, yeah, it's Carl yeah. Papa. no 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 all right, so to the uh, listener, look this up on YouTube. It's great. Yeah, bad lip is pretty great. That's press prestige right there. Um, but who? Uh, so we say Shane. You gonna take the next email? Uh, sure, sure, I'll take it. All right. Uh, this is also from Bricktails. He says, "Hello, gentlemen and ladies. Hi, hello." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, whichever two of us are not. How's it going, doll? How you been doing, Toots? It's been so long since I've seen you. I'm so glad you remember I'm such a lady. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Um, I couldn't says, resist. I'm sorry. He says, I'm not complaining. I'm observing. But, <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. This was a great episode. No make at all, but I didn't miss him since the Jimmy Chuck storyline was so compelling. Mm-hmm. We start out with some prediction-busting backstory, which leaves me with a question. When Chuck started feeling his electrophobia, he went through and ripped out wires in almost a manic state, leaving at least parts of the house looking like hell. We've seen people respond to this, like the police in season one and Mike just a couple episodes ago. But then, to hide his disease from Rebecca, 
They brought in workers to patch everything up and look nice, even though they didn't rehook up all the electricity. So why does it all look like hell again? That seemed a little inconsistent. Mm, that's Pause. A, that's a good question. I think that the answer is, is basically the stuff that he ripped out, the wiring that he ripped out, would have been behind the fridge and the stove and everything. And when they put the new fridge and stove and everything in, it covered up the spot. Like, it still looks like hell back there. Is what I think. Yeah, I think it's covered up. Yeah. But he put up a painting. Uh, he put up a painting by the front door, mm-hmm. where the wires were ripped out. So yeah, why did, I think basically so everything was covered that? up. Yeah, but that's a. It is a good point. Like, why would he take the painting down? Like, just leave it there. Maybe it, looked, it wasn't a painting he particularly liked. He just put it up there for that day. He just I don't know. It looks like hell because. 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 Just because. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were had it. Okay, back to the email. Some nice irony in having Chuck's lie to Rebecca be based on a mix-up in the digits of an address. I said that, Brick nice. Tales. Yeah, good so. job. He says, I did kind of hate that they had Rebecca repeat that his actual address was 215. I mean, this was her and Chuck's house, so there's no reason to say this aloud. Mm. It's just for the audience. Yeah. I've heard Vince Gilligan make fun of writing like this when characters say things that are totally unnatural just for the show slash movie to get in some exposition backstory. Like, so how long have we been brothers anyway? <laughs> yeah. I just thought yeah. it was a little slip in the writing, but hard to complain since the rest of this was so awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like just... when they put tassels on a fan or like an air conditioner vent. <laughs> yes, like, they never do that in real life. It's no only one has on ever done that. It's to show you that there's air because the audience is full of dum dums. <laughs> You haven't been uh, nervous since we were at the academy together. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, how long just, have I been just your Just a son? few more points. <laughs> just a few more points, quick points, since I already wrote a long email, and this could easily go on long as well. The only reference to Mike was in the veterinarian scene. When the vet said he had someone with a light touch who couldn't fit into small spaces, I literally shouted, Huel! Yeah. Yeah. out loud. So, great to see him back. All of the pieces are starting to come back together for both the Jimmy Saul story and also the Mike story with Gus's Empire. Mm -hmm. I totally love the scene of Jimmy and Kim brushing their teeth and getting ready silently while we got the voiceover at the start of the bar hearing. Yeah, that was slick. That was a great scene. I liked when they they, they had like a montage of them walking in. Yeah. Oh, my God. The connection. Oh, my God. Her swag. Like when she – her swagger when she's like walking in the courtroom. Mm -hmm. Like I – this is – I don't – none of this I don't think matters. I don't think it's important. But I noticed that – so she's carrying when they walk across the street. She's dragging the, uh, the like file cat like file box things on wheels behind her. She's pulling mm-hmm. that. But then when they're walking up the stairs, Jimmy's taking that and a briefcase. And so she's got nothing in hand. And so she's got this like, I'm about to go rip some asses like walk. Like she's like, I'm gonna I. It's seriously badass. Swag. I thought of um again illustrating how close that they are as a couple or how close they are uh, as people they show up to the thing and there's a great money shot of them both opening the doors yeah. together like he opens one and she opens one and they're walking in like they own the place they're a team mm-hmm. they're a unit mm-hmm. yeah, they exactly they're in sync <laughs> uh, he yeah. says uh, oh sorry go ahead no I was just going to say exactly the same way they walked out of the courthouse in the last episode at the end of the last oh, episode yeah. too mm-hmm. And it looks like Bricktails was on the same page because he says the connection between them and their determination was so clear even without any dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After Jimmy asked Chuck his first set of questions before he went in for the kill, Chuck said something like, have I answered your questions to your satisfaction? Do you have anything else? 
it totally felt like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men, that pause while Tom Cruise was silently debating whether to ask if he ordered the code red. Right. I, I kind of wanted to, the scene to end with Chuck shouting that he was going to rip out Jimmy's eyes and piss in his dead skull. <laughs> that, uh, that's not, he um... fucked with the wrong lawyer. Sorry, Nick's mom. Yeah, that would have been that whole court would have been out of order if he did that. That's the problem. Right? Ha, 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 it's literally ha, the only ha, line I know from that movie. So. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen that movie. But I want to point out that when he talked about the uh, the ripping the eyes out, pissing in the skull, and fucked up with the wrong lawyer, that I Shane reading the email reflexively said, "Sorry, Nick's mom," which is the next line. After <laughs> Guys, we're a hive mind uh, now. Sorry. We've done it. We're all uh, we're we're all, we're gonna take over a planet. Uh, this is veering dangerously into under the dome territory. Um, <laughs> aside from that, the scene kind of played out as expected, although not in precisely the way I would have expected. If that makes any sense, we knew this was going to somehow end with Chuck breaking on the stand and being discredited. But they wrote this so well that it was compelling, even if the ultimate outcome was predictable. Mm-hmm. I put this in a question, but just in case Sadie didn't ask it. No, she didn't. When they when they took down the clock in the courtroom, it was exactly. Hey, I'll just ask y'all. Did you notice? Yes, I did not catch what time that. Was it? Well, unless you're yeah. reading along with this email with me, in which case you're cheating. No, I I noticed it when I was taking my notes. Yeah. Okay, what time was it? Twelve sixteen, same as the yep. the address that was changed. Yeah. It's what he Brickdale says right here. It was exactly twelve sixteen, as in twelve sixteen Rosella Drive. Jeez. And Chuck is still in this episode insisting that that was the right address, that he couldn't mess it up as it was one after Magna Carta. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, come on, everybody knows that, right? <laughs> if you Brickdale don't now <laughs> He says I actually went back and watched the last couple of episodes from last season to confirm the actual address is twelve sixty one. See oh, good, good I, background reach. I, I just want to say this is one of those things where it's like it's like the stupid light thing that you guys f- bug the fuck out of me about about how many lights there are. <laughs> it's like I care so little, little that as soon as I've scrolled like that, that is out of my. I can't see that on my phone anymore. That paragraph. Okay, I'm not going to remember just as that an it's American one more. In the 21st century, you have to know what year the Magna Carta was. I like. literally don't. I literally do not have to. Your statement is false. Your argument's invalid. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to be like the Magna what? <laughs> All right, Nick, get out the, the Excel spreadsheet because he has an official prediction. Okay, I'm going to put this – since it's written in his email, I'll, I'll add it tomorrow. So. Oh, he says, she is. Don't forget now. All right, no, he I'm... says, if you consider episode titles as spoilers, turn away now. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to mention. Maybe he'll bring it up here. Okay, he says, I'm warning you. Okay, here goes. Okay. Episodes 8, 9, and 10 will be called Slip, Fall, and Lantern. What are the other ones? 8 and 9. Well, I don't know. He didn't say it in the email. No, no, no. I mean the the previous ones. I'll look that up while you're doing that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, 8 and 9 foreshadow a really dark turn for someone, probably multiple characters, which will then lead to something explosive in the last episode. My official prediction is that there is going to be a fire before the end of this season, and it is going to be attributed to that lantern as a fire hazard. Oh my gosh. This is based on the episode title and also the fact that they've twice called the lantern on the newspaper out as a fire hazard. Yeah. Fire might be set deliberately by Jimmy, by Mike, by Gus, maybe (gasps) even by Chuck, or it might be because of the lantern, or we might just see the lantern there in the ashes or something. I think this will have some severe consequences for Chuck. He might get killed in a fire. 
Or oh. the fire could be used to cover up his murder. Oh. That would be super dark for a Whoa. show that has not gotten this dark as of yet. It but could, on the though. other hand, these are the same writers who wrote the last couple seasons of Breaking Bad. Whoa. I suppose to be a little less dark, they could fake his death and have him disappeared. Or maybe there's a lot of possibilities here, Bricktails. Mm. Says, or maybe a fire will lead to Chuck being committed as a danger to himself and others. I think that's the most likely thing. Uh, I'm not sure of any of this since they've got this awesome actor who is a big part of the cast, so they may want to keep him on the show. But from the larger Breaking Bad universe storyline, Chuck McGill won't, can't be a prominent Albuquerque lawyer in 2008. Anyway, I'm not going to go out quite that far on the limb for my prediction. I'm just going to go with a fire somehow associated with the lantern before the end of season three as my prediction. Okay. God damn. I, I think. Oh, sorry. The 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 point about. Uh, the murder that is and he said the show hasn't gone that dark yet i i can't see that, them yeah, can't it's it. it's really hard to think of jimmy doing something like that what like, circumstance after what's already happened this season what else could chuck do to jimmy uh, you know like i mean that's that's hectors and and that gang and that gang's bag is is killing and and violence and stuff and i don't see jimmy as as i would be shocked and i would probably be really disappointed uh, if Jimmy did something like that. Yeah, I would too. He says, uh, I guess this ended up being another long email, but as Cogworth, Cogsworth always says, oh, that's if, it's not, if it's not Baroque, don't fix it. Uh, <laughs> let justice be done, though the heavens fall. Bricktails. Wow. Um, oh, thanks, Bricktails. That was really good. Bricktails Jesus reminded me of something else I was going to ask about. Uh, and I figure, Nick, you might know this more than anybody, but um, has no, anybody? I'm definitely, definitely not going to remember. But... Well, no, it's just because you're you're involved with the online community way more. Um, it, has anybody got a theory about uh, the connection between the episode titles this year? Because the first season they all ended in O, which was pretty basic, but last year they spelled out a message. And this year, I haven't seen anything online where anybody's figured out any code from the episodes. I haven't seen anything like that, and yet again, I haven't had time to listen to the whole Insider podcast, but I listened to the first probably 30 minutes of it today, and uh, Peter Gould, like, Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan say, we're not going to make that mistake again, because they were okay. like... It's not like, just going to be an anagram. <laughs> no, because they were joking about how, well, because everybody figured out, like, halfway through the season last year, and it gave... Um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, lots of bargaining room in his contract negotiations. <laughs> oh, that's well, funny. Yeah. Well, now you have to use me because everyone. Yeah, but all they said was like the, the, that. Um, there's like no hidden code, and then they were like, "Oh, maybe for season four we should do it." So like, you have to use a decoder ring, and we can sell them and make some money. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing a thing on Archer this season where. They released an app, and every episode, uh, if you use the app at the same time as you're watching the episode, you know, these uh, things pop out of the screen, and you get clues to solve a mystery, whatever. They do these long oh, cool. things, and, you know, there's stuff like that out there, virtual yeah. games or whatever. Or but the, the Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, I think, I don't think they would ever do that. No. The best they had, and they're not doing it this year, is they had the story sync, where when you're watching the, the show, you could play this thing in your oh, web. Oh, yeah. And it would be like... Like the background like information. Like pop a video. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, exactly. yeah, Amazon does but, that. It's all on like the side. It's like Spotlight or some shit or X-ray. I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. yeah. X-ray. Uh, yeah, it's pretty so, dope. Uh, 
I don't want to get it wrong, but I think they said like the so there's no hidden code this year or anything like that. Okay. All there is is like a general theme. Those sons of bitches. I keep thinking every time it's brought up, like any of these codes they've done, like that, or, or this last one especially. I I remember, I remember the conversation because I've since gone back and listened to it like a few times when it's just me and Bill <laughs> sitting in a room together. And we're like, why is it called 737? And we're just like, I'm like, well, 737's a plane. And he's like, what would a plane be? And I'm like, I don't know. It's dumb. I don't think it'll be a plane. That's got nothing to do with it. And we literally talked about how stupid it was. Both of us agreed it was stupid that I had brought up it was a plane. Kelly Dixon sends us a message, and she, like, through, I think it's through Facebook, and she was like, I need to talk to you guys after the last episode of that season. And so Bill, she, Bill and I, we got on a, a, a conference call together and she was like, every other episode is, is 737 down for ABQ. She was like, you said that it was a plane. I was like, oh my God, you sons of bitches. You sons of bitches. This whole time it was in our face. It was amazing, but it was, ah, I just felt like an idiot. I'm sure there will be something in, like, the last two episodes of this season that we will say, we will look back at the season and say, oh, that (laughs) was in our face the whole time. You know, we we should have figured X out. Yeah. But but this was, speaking of X out, this episode was... Maybe not episode title-based. Oh, yeah. Um, this this episode was amazing. I had a good time. Thank you guys so much for joining me. If uh, if you want to oh, yeah. write in, just like Brick tells, just like Shinogle does, just like all the other awesome people has been writing us in. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> Send your emails to yes, BalticEffect yes. at gmail dot com. I'm not a hundred percent sure on what we're gonna do about the Sadie Burt Pod quiz, but. As far as we can tell, what we're planning on doing is eventually one big quiz, which means Trent has even less of a chance of winning. <laughs> um, so so if you do want to keep sending in your quiz questions for those, you can send them to balticsadie at gmail.com. Um, and other than that, um, thank you so much for joining me. That His, his name was Shane. Yep. His name was Nick. Just because you don't see swinging dicks doesn't mean you can't tell a girl fish from a boy fish. Very Sorry, nice. Mom. Very nice. And I, and I was Sorry, trying. Mom. Yeah, but he defecated through a sunroof, okay? <laughs> hey! My little baby brother used to play down on the floor. But now he's not satisfied to do it anymore. He's got a funny habit and I don't know why. He walks around the ceiling now stepping on the flies. Baby brother. Baby brother.
Like I, I, I was like, if there's a line that that Nick has put down that's better than that one, I'm gonna wait. And if it's, I'm not gonna, over, I'm not gonna overshadow it. You said that one, I was like, that's a good one. I love it. But I'm fucking do. I'm pulling the trigger on this one. You want to hear what my backups were? Oh yes, please. Uh, get a good bubbler, maybe a, a Placostomus. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely and, that's backup material all day. That's uh, B Squad. And my my third, my second backup was. I'm assuming you're not here for ichthyological advice. Oh, that's good. That's, good. that's pretty good. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.